The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You're listening to the Wellness Her Way podcast. I'm your host, Gracie Norton, and I'm so excited to provide you with a space where you get to shape what wellness feels like to you. Wellness Her Way is where we make a home of our body, mind, and soul instead of jumping on trends for short-term results. We've got one body. We're going to nourish it, love it, respect it, and embrace it through all its forms. Happy Monday and welcome back to another episode of Wellness Her Way. I am so excited about today's conversation. We're joined by Charlie Rocket. I feel honored to say that he's been a friend of mine for a few years. He's an entrepreneur, Grammy-winning music manager, Emmy-winning Nike athlete, philanthropist, and filmmaker. At the age of 20, Charlie was diagnosed with a life-threatening brain tumor. Instead of letting his illness take its course, Charlie decided to transform his life to heal himself. He went from being a chronically stressed music manager with a binge eating disorder to being a Nike athlete, completing several marathons, an Ironman, and losing 125 pounds. Charlie truly made his dreams a reality, so he shares his best tips on how we can do the same. In this episode, we discuss how you can make your dreams your reality, how your environment affects your stress, how food is electric, and so much more. We also learn how we can give back to our community through Charlie's nonprofit, the Dream Machine Foundation. He has so many incredible takeaways in this episode that I know are going to transform your mindset and how you approach obstacles in your life. So let's get into it. I got a story I need to tell you. A story? Yes. Okay. I like stories. So I called you and I don't know if you remember this. This was probably six years ago when I was living in LA. I was unfulfilled. I was struggling mentally really struggling with my health. And I didn't even know you on a personal level, but for some reason, I just had this voice inside my head saying like, who can I talk to right now that maybe was in the same place as me? Again, struggling with my health. I know that you had a similar experience to me in terms of just like a lot of trial and error with your health too. So I called you, talked your ear off and you were like, here's one thing I want you to do. I want you to write all of your dreams down in a notebook. I was like, okay, I'm going to write my dreams down. Last week, mind you, I have moved back to Indiana, lived there for four years between two different apartments, moved to Florida. I was unpacking one of my moving boxes and I found the notebook. And that's when I texted you. Every dream that I'd written down in that notebook six years ago has come true. Tell me this is not the biggest full circle moment. That's crazy. Is that not crazy? I love stuff like that so much. And I was like, I got to text Charlie. Yeah. Wow. I love that stuff so much. I'm going to make me want to go write down something right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So we've got, we've got Charlie Rocket with us. One of the things that I want you to start talking about is just manifestation in general, because you have such a cool background that not a lot of people know about. And I just want to let you dive into where your career started. You started in the music industry. Now you have made all your dreams come true. You're helping millions of other people's dreams come true. Mm. But I want you to take me back to 19-year-old Charlie, mm. your mindset and how you manifested all of your dreams. Mm. You know, I've always wanted to start a podcast off like this. Yeah? You asked about manifestation. Yep. And I want to like, I guess for anybody listening, mm-hmm. I want to like charge them up real quick. Charge them up. And I'm just going to provide a series of examples that will just make you really believe that 
like manifestation is real because it's like theoretical manifestation. Mm-hmm. And then you can hear somebody do it over and over and over in exact examples. And so I'll just rattle off some. Rattle them off. I was in high school. I wanted to be in the music industry. And I, I, I told a lie to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm about to be on tour. And I was like a cameraman. I had a website. I was like, I'm about to be on tour. And I met this one DJ on the internet on, in Las Vegas. And I was like, yeah, I'm, we're going to Las Vegas. He's like, you're going on tour? I'm like, yeah. I was not going on tour. I was living in my mom's house. There was nothing, but I spoke it. And a year later, I was on tour in Las Vegas with Soldier Boy performing at the VMAs with Kanye West and the Hugh Hefner Suite overlooking Las Vegas. And in that moment, I was like, I said this. And then when I got to be a manager, I had on the background of my phone, like a big picture of Coachella. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm living in my mom's basement. Yeah. And are you I, living in your mom's basement while you're working with Soldier Boy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then I got fired and then I signed <laughs> you, a girl. Why'd you get fired? I was a bad employee. <laughs> oh. when, when you work with superstars, you're yeah. not supposed to tell them when they're doing something wrong. I was telling him things he was doing wrong okay. and I got fired. Um, but greatest thing ever happened to me. I okay. loved it. It was great. I never was really sad. I signed a girl group. Got him a record deal. Then they fired me. And I was like really like beaten down yeah. as far as like, I know I'm special. Yeah. Why? When I'm looking at like, well, what what am I going to like do? Am I going to get a job or am I going to keep chasing the dream? Mm-hmm. And I went through a funk okay. for about two months. Tell me about after, the funk. After getting fired from the girl group. And I had this background on my phone of Coachella. Mm-hmm. And it was just a sea of people. And I signed this guy group. And... It was always the background of my phone and their name was Travis Porter. And then I was, okay, now ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's right. You know you back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were twerking back in the oh, day. I was little, twerking back middle, school, oh, middle school. Middle school. Middle school dance. Oh, I was popping it back. <laughs> dollar bills were flying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> no dollar bills in middle school. But I had this, this background. And then a couple years later, I'm at Coachella. My artist, Two Chains, is performing. And I look at the background of my phone and it was the scene and we brought out fallout boy and it was just nuts. And I'm like, so manifestation is actually real. But then when I got diagnosed with a brain tumor, I started manifesting. I left the music industry, completely started my life over again. And I manifested, I wanted to be a Nike athlete. And mm-hmm. I'll, this is when I started journaling Yeah. and I would write down, I'm going to be a Nike athlete. I'm going to be a Nike athlete. And I wanted to make a fan made Nike commercial. Because I believed if I made a fan-made Nike commercial, Nike would see it, then Nike would sign me, and then I'd be in the biggest Nike commercials of all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I sound like? I sound delusional. But guess what? Delusional is my secret ingredient. Delulu is the only Salulu. This is what I say. That's a good one. <laughs> my Delulu was my Salulu. Yes. In life. Yeah. And I started on the path of trying to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And I was hitting roadblocks because I would ask my friends in Hollywood who, you know, don't take me as serious anymore because I walked away from my music empire to go chase my dream Mm -hmm. of being an athlete, which made no sense to anybody. They're wondering why. It's a big shift in the music industry to being an athlete. But I want to go back to manifestation because it's something that you developed. It's something I developed because when you practice something enough, Mm -hmm. you start believing. And manifestation is probably the wrong word. It's called believing. Believing in yourself. The one who believes something is possible is the one that will see it. A lot of people say, if I see it, I'll believe it. 
The ones who believe it are the ones who start seeing it. I love that. And they can see it when nobody else can. Yeah. I could see that Nike commercial. So then I'm sitting on my couch in Santa Monica. I'm looking for a videographer who can make a $60,000 Nike commercial, $60,000 Nike commercial for a thousand. That was my budget. And a guy walks in my front door. He was hanging out with my roommate. Mm -hmm. And I told him my idea. And we made a fan-made Nike commercial. Nike saw it. Nike signed me as an athlete. And I became a Nike athlete in the biggest Nike commercial of all time. And we won an Emmy for it. And it was that simple. It was not complicated. I think a lot of people think things are hard. And I think the secret sauce, too, is remembering that these things are actually easy, especially if you tell yourself That's they're easy. right. The universe is just like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if you order hard, you will get it. If you order easy, you will get it. I've heard you say uh, dreams are like the calculator app on your phone. Mm. Explain that. Okay, so yeah, yeah. there's a dream that's inside of us. Mm-hmm. And it's real. That means it's done. Mm-hmm. It's not a fantasy. If it's in you and you see it, it's yours. It's like the calculator app on the iPhone. You didn't download it. It's already it was there. already there. So you, you might as well chase it because it's not a question of if it's going to come true. That dream of mine to be a Nike athlete was in me. It made no sense. Y'all see me? I'm not athletic. How was this guy? Well... How many people told you you were crazy when you told them you wanted to be an athlete? Everybody. And how did it make you feel when people were like, that's never going to happen? doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect you at all. Why would it? Right. It's done. I'm Delulu. So, <laughs> you know, and this kept happening over and over. I'm telling you. This is real. It's real. But you have to see it. And I think most people, they can't see it. It's like they don't even know where to begin. And it's like, are you taking steps towards your dream? Or is it just simply visualizing it that gets you one step closer? It's both. I mean, I'm the king at fearlessly going into something. Mm -hmm. Like my audience right now is probably very confused. They're like, Charlie, why are you like, why do you have a coconut water company? And I'm not like pinky toe dipping into it. I just like jump, Jump full blow, cannonball. And it's like, y'all don't need to understand. Just thank me later. Right. You know, and I just fearlessly go into anything. And it's like, that's where the magic happens. The magic happens when, see, people will tell me, they say, Charlie, you didn't just like, lessons just don't walk in your front door. You got to go get it. I'm like, no, I've had blessings walk in my front door. But what was I doing the few days before the blessing walked in? Yeah. Was, what do you, I want to know how you set yourself up to receive the blessing. Is it, you know, making sure you're in the right environment with the right people around you? Mm-hmm. Is it... You know, making sure expressing gratitude every day. What are those steps that get you in that position to receive the blessings? Well, one, tell everybody your dreams. Tell everybody. I tell everybody. And I don't allow a small minded person to affect my dream because they usually don't even give me their opinion because of how I say it. Mm -hmm. Let's say you were a small minded person, right? You're not. But everybody knows small minded people. (laughs) Yeah. And let's say I were to tell you like, yeah, I'm thinking about like. You know, starting this coconut water company. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about it, and I, I'm I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to launch it. I just opened up so many opinions to be activated inside your brain because you'd be like, you know, that's going to be really hard. Mm-hmm. You know this. You know that. Like, what makes you think this is a? If I were to rewind and tell you, I'm about to start this coconut water company, and in two months, this thing's going to be a sensation. 
literally, I got the marketing plan, this, that, and the third. You'd be like, I believe you. (laughs) I actually believe you. So it all starts with us at the end of the day. We are always to blame for our success or our failures. I make sure I always speak my dreams constantly. Now, if there's somebody in my life that is bad, I do try to remove them immediately. I get blessed every single time somebody leaves my life that's not supposed to be in my life. I've never been sad a day in my life when somebody left me. Not once. People are like, Charlie, did you just not care? No. I'm like, if somebody doesn't want to be in my life, they can get going because it opens up the door. Perspective shift. Yeah. Like when 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 you want to receive, Mm -hmm. you got to have a full signal. Because it's, it's reception, it's sending and receiving. But what happens if you're on an elevator? You don't have any bars. So guess what? Some people can block the blessing. Mm. And now you can't receive, you can't send because you're in the elevator. But the second you step off that elevator, the blessings start pouring in. So I make sure I clean house and I don't waste any time. It's always work. That's why I wasn't afraid to leave the music business. Because you you knew that whatever was next was going to be better for you than, than where you were. My superpowers activated when I got in an environment where I was healthy, mm. where I was eating living food that was electric. When the people I was around were electric, I could think of something and it would manifest within seconds or days. Yeah, one of the things I want to go back to is more about your health journey. You were diagnosed with a brain tumor mm-hmm. and you transitioned from the music industry to then becoming an athlete. You became a Nike athlete. You ran three marathons, finished an Ironman. There was a mental shift that takes place, but also after you had that brain tumor, how did you change your lifestyle during that time frame? Well, let me tell you, I'm from Atlanta. Uh-huh. And when you're from Atlanta, especially like seven, eight years ago, I'm an old man now. You don't know anything about health. Nothing. I had been on a diet since I was eight. I was a really bad binge eater. I would diet in a way that where I would like remove all sugars and carbs. And I would pretty much starve myself. And then I would crack. And then I would binge eat. And when I would binge eat, it would be like 15,000 calories. Wow, 15,000. In a couple hours. To where it was was a sickness. It was an Mm, illness. It was an addiction. Yeah. My best friend, she used to live with me and I would watch her come home and have macaroni and cheese Mm -hmm. and she wouldn't eat it all. And then she would take the to-go box and throw it in the trash. And like part of the sickness would be like, I would see that Mm -hmm. and I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'll sneak downstairs and I would eat like, like I, like, like it was like calling me, like it was like a a, a disease. Mm -hmm. And I would go from gas station to gas station eating this cookie, Mrs. Fields cookies from this gas station. And I would, go to this one and I would only crave like packaged goods and, foods. and it was like ruining my life. Yeah. There, there was a day I was, I was signing, I was trying to sign young Dolph mm. and I would drive to Memphis every weekend and I would wear these button down shirts and I binge ate so bad one night that I woke up the next morning and the shirt wouldn't even button. My body expanded so much that my entire body was bruised like it was in like I'm, I'm surprised I, I didn't have a heart attack or something. Mm-hmm. My body was under very extreme amounts of. I, I can't guess, imagine how painful that would be the next morning when you wake up too. It it hurts and yeah. you would be throb. My entire throbbing. body would be throbbing. 
And so at the height of my career in the music industry, it was, uh, it was around the time of the Grammys. Mm. I was at Two Chains' house and I went to pick up a pair of socks and I passed out. And for the next four days, the room was spinning and I couldn't make it stop. And I was, I was terrified. And I come to find out the brain tumor that I was diagnosed with in high school had come back and it was wrapped around my eye. It was wrapped around the artery going into my brain. And I just would go into nature in fear and I would sit on the beach and I'd look for answers and I would drive all the way up and down the PCH, just so uncomfortable trying to get an answer. I need an answer. I need an answer. And I would have my notebook and I would just be writing, trying to figure things out. And I was so lost and so broken. And I realized that money and success, none of this meant anything to me. Without your health. Yeah. And when it came down to my health, I associated it with one thing because I would have bad dreams at night. I would have bad dreams that I would die in my dream. And the thought when I would wake up was I died before I got to know what it was like to be an athlete. Mm. And that was my dream. I always just wanted to be an athlete. That's it. And what is a 28 year old man who's 305 pounds going to do as an athlete? How will he make a living? These were the thoughts I had to face. When leaving a music empire that I built. But it was extremely successful. It's easy to leave something when it's not going well. You were thriving. It felt amazing. Yeah. I left and I had a plan. I had a plan. I said I was going to run. I was going to do an Ironman and I'm going to bike across America and I'm going to be a Nike athlete. And you should have seen my business partner's faces. (sighs) I can imagine. I mean... Yeah. The day the Nike commercial came out, 2 Chains texted me. He said, you got some magical powers. And that's really when my belief really began because I wasn't, it was bigger than me. I didn't do it. I started it. I had the vision and I set down the path, but I had no freaking idea. The biggest Nike commercial in history would be named after me. Okay, you guys, my little brother was in town visiting last week and he asked me to share some staples with him. And of course, I had to get his gut health right for the new year and stock him up with some ritual Symbiotic Plus. Symbiotic Plus is a three-in-one supplement, including clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. One of the things I love about Symbiotic Plus is that it doesn't need to be refrigerated. I feel so much better when I can be consistent with my supplements while I'm traveling So the fact that I can just toss this in my purse or my suitcase when I'm on the go is so nice. What I like to do is take this in the morning with my bone broth. The prebiotics are designed to target undesirable bacteria in the gut to support the growth of beneficial gut bacteria. And the probiotic strains support relief of occasional discomfort such as mild bloating, gas, and diarrhea. The postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. It also has a delayed release capsule, which is designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. They have a really nice mint flavor too, so after you take it, your mouth feels so refreshed. There's no shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 40% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash wellness her way. This offer is only available through January 31st. Start Ritual Symbiotic Plus or add your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash wellness her way for 40% off. Hey, this is Sammy Clark. 
And this is Sammy Spalter. We are best friends, co-founders of our wellness platform, Form, and now hopefully your new favorite podcast host with our new podcast, Transform. We started Transform because we are constantly having all of these big life chats. So we thought it was time to bring the conversations to the mic for you to join in, knowing we can all relate to the forming the best version of ourselves. We will be chatting it up from everything from self-love, health and wellness, relationships, owning a business, and all of the other hills and valleys that is this big, beautiful life. Tune in every week, wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you See soon. You soon. did you go from being diagnosed with a brain tumor and your health was declining to becoming a Nike athlete, finishing the Ironman, running marathons? Mm -hmm. Well, first it started with going vegan and then I gained a whole bunch of weight. I was a very unhealthy vegan, but I didn't know any better. I watched a documentary and next thing you know, I'm eating chicken nuggets, you know, like french fries. And I'm like, it's vegan. I got to lose weight. (laughs) And then when I got really, really, really sick, I went to a longevity center. And this is where like old people go to figure out how to live longer. And it was down in Florida. Okay. And I learned every, and they had classes every day. I would sit in the front and I would take notes. And I learned that it all came down to one thing. Is what I'm eating dead or alive? Explain what that means. Is the food electric? Electricity is running through the earth. It's running through us. It's running through real living food. If I were to have, if I were to eat a Cliff Bar, which is you know better than a Snickers bar, but, yeah. you know, and I would compare it to an orange, and if I put an instrument on it and looked at the glow coming off of it, this is a packaged good. It can sit on the shelf for maybe like twelve years. Don't quote me on that. It might not be twelve <laughs> years, but it can sit there a long time and be just fine. Yeah. But this orange, this thing is alive. Mm. And when I started putting living food, electric food, in my body, I healed. I changed my environment. I changed what I was eating. I changed what I was consuming, but I had a rebirth. Let me tell you what I had to do. At the age of 28, I wanted to strip everything down to the beginning. Okay. The closest I can become back to become, being a newborn. Mm. And so I started removing things. I removed, very first thing I removed was television. Then I removed social media. I removed my business. I removed my city I was from. I removed meat, I removed processed foods, I removed everything but water, I went to zero and I started again. And I started with the first nutrient, which was just fruits and vegetables. And my body healed, my brain tumor shrunk, I became magnetically electric and I could do things I never could before. I was able to heal the binge eating because I was actually eating fruit. Like I was eating real food and it took away all my cravings. Mm. It took away the need for processed. And when I was able to like do an Ironman in nine months or ride my bicycle across, I was like, when I did the Ironman, it was crazy. It took me 16 hours and 41 minutes to complete. The next day I was up. No, finished at midnight. The next morning I was up at 7 a.m. And nobody was in the town. I was the only one. Wow. Everybody was sore and exhausted. I was like, I'm not even sore. <laughs> you felt it was crazy. so strange, but my That's body crazy. was so alkaline that I wouldn't even get sore. It was unbelievable. But then my health started to fade. 
I thought I had it all figured out, but I didn't because I was able to solve my health while I was not running a business. I started my foundation where we make dreams come true. And so far, I've been very blessed to be able to make about 1,500 dreams come true for other people. But my health started declining again. And I'm like, why am I being challenged like this? Because I am so healthy. I eat Mm. so freaking healthy. And yet I gained 70 pounds eating the same way when I lost 130. I had that exact same experience. Really? Yep. I thought I was doing all the right things and I just kept gaining weight. Mm. Yeah. And it was the same thing. It was stress. Mm -hmm. Lifestyle works. It was interesting because the stress would shoot the adrenals. The adrenals needs coffee to like, like you need something to perform. Mm -hmm. So like when you're in a high stress environment, you got to perform. Now you're swimming upstream. Now you're chopping down a tree with a dull axe. So now you got to find energy from somewhere. You're going to find energy from a couple places, food, sleep, or caffeine. So I would drink the caffeine and that would actually shoot my adrenals more. So I'd crash. So then if it's coming to about five o'clock in the evening, despite eating healthy, I need something to get me further. So I have that one extra healthy meal, that one extra healthy meal when you're plant-based, usually has carbs in it. So now the carbs increased and now you're having a blood sugar crash. Now your blood sugar crashes. I became insulin resistant. Now I need more coffee to perform. Now it's seven o'clock at night. I'm still working. I need to perform. I need coffee. Then that shoots the adrenals even more. So that over the course of a couple of years, gained seven pounds, 70 pounds and I'm healthy. So what I had to do was I actually had to stop being plant-based. How did you notice your health change after you added meat back into your nutrition? With becoming insulin resistant, which I don't know if enough people who are plant-based talk about this, but over the course of time, I'm guessing a lot of people who are plant-based will become insulin resistant like myself. And stress will make you insulin resistant. I had insulin resistance as well. Okay. Stress will do that. Yeah. So it's like this combination of things. So I needed to get my carbohydrates down to about 30% of what I was eating instead of like 50. And so I added in a little bit of fish, added in a little bit of turkey. I would get my carbs from sweet potatoes. And I was able to, this year, lose 30 pounds. You look like you feel good. I always say I think health is so much more about how you feel than mm-hmm. how you look. How do you feel after you eat these foods? How do you feel after the workouts you're doing? And the other thing I say is making time for your wellness before you're forced to make time for your illness. I think a lot of people wait till there's a problem to make the change. Yeah, But to be in tune with your body and know that you needed to make that switch from being vegan is huge. It was tough. Yeah, It was tough because it was an identity. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I did. But I got to a point where I was so tired of not having the answers that I almost had to do a rebirth again. I remember this because I think we were chatting on Instagram. You were the first person that I saw do 75 days hard <laughs> ever. I mean, you did this years ago. You know yeah. what happened to me when I did 75 hard, right? No, I want to know what happened, but I know that you were talking about stress and cortisol and I had sent you, you know, information on my story and how stress and cortisol affect my body. Mm -hmm. And you were like, the same thing is happening to me. But what happened when you did 75 days hard? So I love Andy Frisella. Like he's been a big blessing in my life. And I was so inspired to do 75 hard because I was struggling with my weight. Yeah. And Andy would work with me on it because I guess I was just an anomaly, but I gained weight, like fat like not like muscle, the first 
30 days, I had amazing results. It was incredible. I mean, people who don't know what 75 days hard is, can you break down what the challenge or yeah. the daily checklist is? So it's two workouts a day, okay. one indoor, one outdoor. Both mm-hmm. have to be 45 minutes. You must read 10 pages of a book, like physically a book, drink a gallon of water and follow a diet. And there might be one or two other things. And I was up for the challenge. And I did it first 30 days. I saw massive improvement. And I had a speaking engagement in Germany. And it taxed my body, my stress levels of the flight, doing the two workouts, literally working out in the airport, land, going on a run. Like, it's a lot. Started putting on weight. And I did the 75 days, and my before and after picture was really embarrassing. And I said, why am I so different than everybody else? And then I would notice something when I would go on vacation and I would just rest my mind. I would lose so much weight when I would get out of the stress. And so there's been a little recipe of what I've done to get out of the stress, change my environment, change my business, change the people in my life all over again. Like this is all like I'm still on that journey, changed how I eat, navigating, cooking every meal at home, every meal I cook. Gotten to a place where I've been able to crack the code. But let me tell you this. Now I'm learning about metabolism. I've been at the same weight for 66 days. Before that 66 days, I had lost 28 pounds eating the same exact weight. So now I'm learning about how the metabolism works. The metabolism, if you diet, and I've lost 100 pounds uh, twice in my life. So my metabolism is a little tired. So I'm dieting. I lose 28 pounds. And then it just stops. But I'm eating the same exact thing. How is that possible? Metabolism regulates down to try to save your life. So basically, if you go on a deserted island and you only eat 500 calories a day, at first you'll get really, really skinny. But then you won't die. You'll actually stay the same weight because your metabolism will just learn how to survive off of 500 calories instead of burning and burning and burning and burning. So your metabolism regulates down. So what I'm doing now thanks to my metabolic coach, Andrew Pauly and Matt Pro, they're, they're actually doing something nobody had ever told me ever in the health industry. Charlie, we're going to have you gain some weight. Excuse me? I'm like, what do you mean gain weight? It's like, well, we got to get your metabolism revved up. So we're actually going to put you on this like step system of like, we're going to increase your carbs. You're going to gain a pound or so. And then your body will adjust and start losing a little bit of weight. And then we're going to increase your carbs again and you'll gain a little bit of weight. Then your body will adjust down. And he said, we're going to step you all the way up to 250 carbs a day. This and, is so interesting. And you're probably going to put on two or three pounds mm. and it'll take about six weeks. And I'm like, so I'm not going to lose weight for six weeks? He said, nope. I said, you know what? I've never heard anybody tell me this. So I'm actually very excited for it. We're in a rev cycle right now. And so what he's anticipating is, we're going to get a whole bunch of carbs in my system slowly to where my body's used to it. And he's going to remove them and I'll probably drop another 15 pounds. But like, this is stuff like people just don't know. I never knew. I've been dieting since I was eight. I had never heard of this. We're always told to consume less food, less calories, less carbs, less fat. Yeah. So I think that's, that's really interesting for people who don't have, you know, a specialist that they can work with. What do you think are like three easy things that they can do if they're on this journey? Well, for one, everybody's different. Mm -hmm. For one, just real food, step one. Step two, 
if you are like me and you are not losing weight and you're dieting, I would just download the MetPro app because it can kind of like guide you through a revving cycle. Basically, it gives you the meal plan. Mm -hmm. You log your weight every day and it, it knows it has like a metabolic algorithm based upon what you eat. It knows if you lost weight or gained weight and how much, what it's going to recommend you to do next. It's constantly studying how your body's reacting to the food, which I had never seen before. So if you're eating more carbs and you're losing weight, it's going to add more carbs until you don't lose weight. And then it's going to keep you there for a few days. And then you're going to remove the carbs and you're going to drop a ton. And then once you plateau out, it's going to, it always tells you what you should eat to kind of rev your metabolism. So I would recommend that. And the third thing, honestly, sleep. Sleep and stress, yeah. And a lot of it. Yeah, sleep is so good. I told my boy the other day, because he's like struggling. I was like, when's the last time you got 10 hours? He said, I don't get 10 hours. I said, take some freaking NyQuil and go get 10 hours one <laughs> night. Just tell your family, tell your kids, go get 10. Watch what happens. So I'm a big proponent of sleep. And alone yeah. time. Yeah, sleep's incredible. And I feel like too, for me, stress was such a huge impact going back to cortisol levels and finding the right workouts for your body and knowing that everybody's different. is like, it's key. I think what you've been able to accomplish, we'll insert some of your before and after photos and, and whatnot. But I think what's more important than the transition that's taken place on the outside is, is how you feel, how you operate, how you're even more charged up than you have been before with eating you know, real foods, the opportunities that have come into your life since you made that transition is so incredible. Thank you. It's amazing. And going from making all of your dreams come true to now where you are in your career, which is making tons of other people's dreams come true. I want you to talk about your foundation, where the mission's at right now and what you're currently working on. Well, I made a promise to God mm -hmm. when I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. I said, if you get me out of this, I will dedicate my life. You know what? I was in a labyrinth in Sedona, okay? And God was just like literally just talking to me. And I'm not like a super religious person, but I seriously like hear and get information. Like it is profound what directions I'm told to go in. And it always seems to be the right direction. I said, if you get me out of this, I will dedicate my life to helping people get them out of their dark places because there was nothing worse than those days of just rock bottom. Like, oh my God, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I used to be so lonely, so broken, so lost. I mean, like, it was just, it was literally hell. And I just don't want anybody there. And like the other day, got a text message from this mother of a kid we helped. And she had just found out that her doctor recommends she go on hospice. And this is right before Christmas. And she couldn't afford any Christmas presents. Me and my team, we just showed up. I was like, we got to get her out of this. Like, she should not be stressing about that right now. We bought her a whole bunch of Christmas presents. And it's like, we don't film. We, like, a lot of stuff we don't film. Like, that's just to help get somebody out of a bad situation is all I care about. My gift is to see where somebody is at and to believe for them until they do. And if we can give them the kickstart, we will. Whether it's a little girl, she wants a cookie business and we help her sell $500,000 worth of cookies in a couple of days. I can't, I can't ever stop. I need to find ways to do more. And I'm really inspired for the next chapter of what I'm creating because I want to make a million dreams come true. 
And to reverse engineer that, you're going to need a lot of money. A lot of money. You're going to need a lot of money to be able to, because it, it costs on average about $10,000. It's like we're similar to Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. So $10,000 on average to make a dream come true, like cost-wise. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. And I'm going back to my old days of being a businessman because I need to fund more dreams. And that's why we started Once Upon a Coconut. It's like if we have the biggest beverage in the world that is making more impact and changing more lives and making more dreams than any other company on planet Earth, one, that mission will make it the biggest beverage on Earth. And then how many more lives can we change? Like that is where I'm bringing back the old version of me who used to be really, really good at marketing, Mm -hmm. who used to be really, really good at creating artists and brands and movements. And I'm bringing that into the changing people's lives space. And I believe I can change more lives having companies than I can just only running a nonprofit. I always have a nonprofit, but it's like, okay, we need, we need hundreds of millions of dollars. I get chills every time I see a video of yours pop up on, on my page and then the people's lives that you've been able to change is already so incredible. And I know that this is a foundation that you just started recently. So how can people support the foundation? Obviously by buying the once upon a coconut yes. water. Yeah. Go get once upon a coconut. One, it's amazing. Two, it's good for you. It's good for the world. It's good for people. If you want to donate to our foundation, you can. If you want to donate to somebody we're helping, 100% of that money goes right to them. But just follow, support, join us. We're doing in April, we're going to attempt a million acts of kindness in one day as like a a community or army of love. But yeah, like I'm just really doubling down on my ambition. I'm doubling down on my manifestations and I'm really ready. And I hope this gets played in the future as as inspiration, Mm -hmm. but I want to just say what's going to happen. I want to know. And then we'll reference this in like 10 years and he'll say like he did it. Yeah. So on this journey of changing lives, making dreams come true, a lot of the best dreams we've done that have been the most fulfilling for everybody, including the person we're helping are these business dreams. For example, a little girl, she wants a cookie business. We build her a cookie business. Or Grayson wants a lemonade business. Or Olivia wants a clothing line business. I'm going to double down on that. I want to create the most amazing brands in the world that change lives. For example, Lila with her cookie business, she had CRPS, right? It's a, it's a disease they call the suicide disease where you actually like can't cure it. It's so much pain that people just like kill themselves. And there's so many people with this disease. And the next Lila that we start, let's say it's a cookie business. That business is now going to help thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people with that disease. Or if there's a little kid who's blind and we start a sunglasses company with them, or there's a little girl with cancer and she wants to have a a candle company, like a cancer-free, like, candle company, you know, because they say like candles are very toxic. Yeah, I just did an episode on that. Yeah, really? true. Yeah, yeah. So it's like imagine all these businesses for these kids that become the biggest businesses in the world. That's what I want to do. I want to do that. I have chills right now. We're going to do it. This is incredible. It's going to be called Dream Factory Brands. We're starting it this year. And Once Upon a Coconut, is in our portfolio and we're going to make it the biggest, most impact driven beverage brand. We're going to create the biggest cookie company in the world. That's like a healthy cookie. We're going to create the best candles, sunglasses, clothing lines, you name it. 
if a kid has a dream, we're going to help them build their businesses into the biggest. We're going to provide them the infrastructure. We're going to get them the investors. We're going to help them run their businesses and we're going to change the world. Where do you find the people's dreams that you want to make come true? We have a dream submission form okay. on our, on our link in bio. We read it every single day. Amazing. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. I would, well, I would love to, to be able to make a dream come true with you. That would um, be awesome. Yeah. So I think that's something that we should do. And that's something that I want to do with you this year. So let me know how I can. It's so fun. Yeah. It's the craziest three weeks of your life. Yeah. Like, cause when it's like, not like a one-off dream, but like when yeah. you're like really transforming, it gets crazy. Yeah. Now, are we doing it in Florida? Or are we doing it in LA? What do you think we should do? I like Florida. Always in Florida. Okay. Let's make a dream come true in Florida. Yeah. It's going to be great. I want to end the episode with your weekly report. We're recording this on a Friday. This will okay. come out on a Monday. Oh, I also forgot to tell you, you're the first guy on Wellness Her Way. How does that feel? The first guy. <laughs> I have a good feminine energy you on too. me too. So that's good. It's one of the things that's made you more magnetic. Way more magnetic. Okay. So masculine energy for me is mathematics. Okay. One plus one equals two. Okay. My entire time in the music industry, it was if I do more work, if I attack, I will get more. Mm. One plus one equals two. And that's a great way to become successful. It's like every motivational speaker, every, you know, whatever is like grind hard. Mm. It works. Grinding hard does work. The feminine energy, which activated for me for the very first time in my life after I left the music industry and I got just very magical, I, I was, it actually opened up the receiving but the only way the receiving can be activated is if the fear is gone. Mm. So what activated the real feminine energy was one word. It's called protection. If I am being protected, not a literal thing. It's 100% a mindset. What do, you, what do you mean by that? So I am protected. Either you believe it or you don't. We are humans. We are programmed to wake up and look for things that are attacking us. It's just, it's just human nature. If you're looking for things that are attacking you, you will notice them and you will be in fear. Fear, you don't feel protected. You don't feel protected. You are now not in a feminine energy. You can't receive when you're afraid. You're in the elevator. The reception is blocked. Protection is literally a choice. For example, there's been a million things that have made me afraid in my life. And I am here and I'm doing just fine. I am clearly very protected. And so are you listening at home. You are clearly extremely protected. And there's probably a lot of good things happening in your life. Probably way more good than bad. Let's just take this room for an example. Not one light has caught on fire. Our couch did not fall. The microphone is working perfectly. The candle did not set ablaze the entire apartment <laughs> complex. We've got it right next to a paper towel, too. So that's yeah. a, a double win. The TV did not fall off and the camera batteries are all working. Mm. There's so much good happening, but we will never notice it. You're driving down a the street. There's a beautiful sunset and there's a car wreck. I mean, what are you going to look at? It's hard. so it's yeah. so hard not to. Yeah. That's human nature. But there's this beautiful sunset happening. And that is such a blessing. So. It's a choice. Mm. Am I looking at the sunset? Am I looking at all the beautiful things that are happening? Am I looking at all the good energy in your life right now? There's so much good. You've got to brainwash yourself. You've got to become delusional on how amazing your life is, even in the midst of something bad. And when something bad happens, go ahead and say, 
This is the best thing that ever happened to me. When I got fired from Soldier Boy, I was on a winning streak. I was like, cameraman, lowest paid person. I'm going to be a manager. If he never fired me, I'll still be the lowest paid person on the team. When I got a brain tumor, best thing that ever happened to me. Can you tell everybody what a winning streak is too? Yes. <laughs> Please. A winning streak is a fun little game you can play with yourself. To start this delusional optimism, to drown out the bad and see the good. So I wake up in the morning. I go get my coffee from Starbucks. I'm on a winning streak. This little cup of coffee costs a couple of dollars. Brings me happiness. Some people need Ferraris for happiness. This $2 is making me happy. I'm on a winning streak. So now I've started it. I catch the green light. I'm on a winning streak. I noticed it. I catch the red light. You know what? I can actually look at my phone right now. Winning streak. Winning streak. Because I, I, I wanted to check to see the good energy on my phone or some funny meme. Yeah. I can't do that when I'm driving. So I appreciate the red light. There's a car in front of me. Oh, it didn't hit me. Like you got to practice all these good things. And then you start seeing it and you're like, I'm on a winning streak. Now, if you're on a winning streak, there's only one thing you want to do. You want to continue it. That's it. If you like sports and your team has won 11 in a row. You want to keep winning? You just want to get to 12. Yeah. So when it gets big, you're like, no, we got to keep this thing going. So you start in the morning and you keep it going. When something bad happens, it is a blessing. Every time somebody leaves your life, oh, this is a blessing. Got hit by a car. Somebody runs into my car. There was a person on September 11th that couldn't get into the World Trade Center because somebody hit their car. Saved them from a bad situation. There's a blessing in this. So that's what a winning streak is. And that's what I do to activate the feminine energy so that I can receive. Because if I am protected, there's a series of things that happen in my life that make me I call it spiraling up to getting everything I want. It starts with knowing I'm protected. When you're protected, it allows you to actually give love. When you give love, you start receiving blessings. When you receive blessings, you then give blessings. When you give blessings, you receive more protection. When you receive more protection, you give more love. So each one becomes more amplified. Exactly. But none of that happens if you don't feel protected. So that's where it starts. Protection. You can't give love if you're afraid. So I am protected. Then you start giving love. When you give love, you start receiving. When you receive, now it's time to give because you received. You give and watch the protection feel more magnified. This is such an amazing loop. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It hit me while I was in Sedona around the labyrinth. Swear to God, Angel Valley. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so good. Okay, one piece of advice you have for people listening who feel like their dreams are out of reach or they feel like they're in that elevator phase right now and they're blocking their frequency. Well, if you feel your dreams are out of reach, they are. Mm. So what you going to do? You got to feel like they went like that is it. It's not deep. I'm sorry, my answer's not deep. If you feel your dreams are out of reach, you're right. If you feel your dreams are in reach, you're right. You got to go there and it's not a process to get there. Just got to make the decision to flip the switch. It's not a process to turn your lights on. You just go like this. Mm. So just do it. Like, just try real quick right now. Be like, nope, my dreams are in reach. It's going to be easy. You know why? Because I deserve it. I'm special. And everybody else who is successful went through shit. So you know what? I'm no different than them. So you know what? Let me just go ahead and change the frequency right now. It's changing the radio station. You are on this radio station. You get static. You do one little notch. And this like magical thing happens. You can hear a song 
that's flying through the air invisibly. Now, radios, is, we're used to it today. But if we went back 100 years, 200 years, it would be witchcraft. 100%. Like you're telling me that a song is flying through the air <laughs> and I can't hear it. But this little box yeah. can hear it. Mm-hmm. But this is how uh, waves and frequencies, when it resonates, resonates means it's the same. It's resonating. If you're tuned to the wrong station, you can't receive the beautiful song that's invisible and silent. But the second you tune to the right frequency, that silent, invisible thing now becomes real. Your dream is flying through the air. It's there. It's ready. It's, it's just like the song. But you are the radio. You tune to the right station. Now that invisible, silent thing is beautiful. It's a song. You can hear it. It's real. But it was always real. It's just you weren't tuned to the frequency. I have never felt so charged up after a conversation. Honestly, I just want to thank you so much for for sharing your story, for sharing your energy with me and my audience. And I want you to tell people where they can support you, where they can find you, where they can order Once Upon a Coconut. Well, guys, thank y'all for <laughs> listening. If you made it this far, uh, I know I can come off as a little crazy, but maybe, maybe that's what we all need a little bit more of. So if you made it this far in the interview, thank you. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok, just at Charlie. And if you want to support Once Upon a Coconut, which I'm most passionate about right now, because my goal is to make a million dreams come true. And we cannot do that without funds. I can either go ask people for donations or I could provide a really, really, really amazing product and you can receive something in return. So I'm going to ask you to go support Once Upon a Coconut, share it with your friends and yeah, let's make a lot of dreams come true. And I appreciate you for having me on. I'm the lucky one here. So thank you. I had fun with this conversation. Great. Thank you so much, Charlie. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me today. You can catch a new episode of Wellness Her Way every Monday. I want to hear from you, so please subscribe, leave a review for this podcast, and let me know what you thought of this episode. Be sure to follow at Wellness Her Way Podcast on Instagram to connect with me and send in all the questions and topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this amazing community. I'll see you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.